One, a two, a three. Off the pill, off the pill, we're putting a baby inside of her. Off the pill, off the pill, a nun taught me all about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I was just up Wait, here. really? A nun taught you about sex? Did you go to Catholic school? Have we? Yes. I was, well, moments before we got up here, I was looking through your family photo album, uh-huh. which is one of the many benefits of recording this podcast at your home, is I get to always just see what's happening weekly. Uh, and I found this week the family photo album where lots of pictures of confirmation. I saw I saw you with Bible hands. Yeah, I wasn't confirmed hands. though. What that was, was first your... communion. Communion. See, yes. I, I went to Catholic school late, so I get everything completely wrong. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was her baptism. And it's like, no, that wasn't. No, so. I don't remember my baptism. My baptism was actually a, a big deal because um, my... You the water black. <laughs> <laughs> No, because my godmother is my grandmother who was divorced. Oh. And the priest did not want to let her be my godmother. And my dad was like, uh, no, she's the godmother. Yeah. So she was. But then I think, like, she wasn't able to hold me during the time. I was a baby. There was something where, like, she was allowed to be there, but it was, like, this weird thing. Ugh. You know what? But she was still my godmother, and it was great. That yeah. Well, are we getting right into the Catholic Church right away? <laughs> the topic of this week. No, I there. I I did go to Catholic school, so my high school sexual education was taught. They didn't fully do nuns. Nuns did a little bit of the heavy lifting, but they specifically had one day. Uh, where they bought in this like well because I was it went to high school in LA so they ha- they must have hired what I now know as like two improvisers or something right these two, <laughs> like, two beautiful actors who have like come in with their like perfect bodies and they're like hello and like everyone of course is like oh, what's gonna happen like we haven't seen anyone outside of uniform and in, in, we're like leering eyes yeah and so they're like we we're going to talk to you about how we are in charge we are professional we are this and we have herpes like <gasps> so they set it up. Because they had one bad sexual experience as, I guess, uh, when they were young and then they now they have herpes and now like that they are marked forever. And I'm pretty sure they did the like tape thing where you, you get a piece of tape and then you pass it around the room and they're like, every time you use the piece of tape, it gets less sticky. So by the last time someone touches it, they're like, see, it doesn't stick to anything and it's lost all its value. <gasps> That's your vaginas, women. Okay, <laughs> so. first of all, I've never heard the, the tape thing. Really? Yeah. Second of all, as I'm learning, because I'm reading a bunch of now, I'm learning about my own body. Yeah. The stickiness comes back every month. <laughs> I think it was an emotional stickiness <laughs> in which they were that lesson was for. But I am glad that your stickiness is back every month. I have a follow up question. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, okay. So in the first episode, we talked about right. cervical mucus. Classic. I remember right? it like it was yesterday. So I started reading this book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility, which is really good. It's by, um, who's it by? Tony Weschler. Ooh. She's an MPH. So she's got like her master's in public health. Ooh. And it's all about like, you know, the whole process and fertility awareness yes right so first of all she talks about cervical mucus although she starts calling it cervical liquid because people don't like the word mucus is cervical liquid it kind (laughs) of sounds like something that like an old soda machine gets after and they're like gotta get a new one the little syrup that comes out oh we need to freshen up that cervical liquid (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah yeah, all right I'm, i'm getting there it's getting yes that's uh yeah so, but we we talked about the cervical mucus, right. right? So I've been learning more about that, and 
still doing the two finger test. Great. Yes. But I found out there are two more things that I should be doing to like test where I'm at. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the first other thing, body temperature. I knew that. Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. So that one you're supposed to test every morning Mm -hmm. before you even get out of bed. Well, because that's the rhythm method. If you're doing the rhythm method technically correct and you're going to like really follow it you can track that and that's how you can go without birth control if you're not trying to have a baby that's what that's how i had heard of that yeah so i think that that's partially right but oh. the, the <laughs> i don't know you're you're talking to someone who had a sticky piece of paper as a fucking sexual education tool so the, the nuns did not teach yeah. us i went to public school for junior high and i still didn't know any of this stuff yeah, that was a whole nother time yeah we right? can get into we'll okay. we have to get into the sexual education deficit in america but yeah that yes. that's its own that's its yes. own episode okay. that's a two-hour yeah. special okay yes yes <laughs> so okay so i um was reading about the the temperature thing you're supposed to take it in the morning mm-hmm. and it only tells you when you ovulate so okay. if you're only using that as your birth control it's not gonna work because you're just gonna know like oops i ovulated but like if you had sex the day before uh, they're uh, still hanging out they're hanging out oh i learned something else yes about them hanging out okay so you know how sperms we talked about them being five days alive yes okay that's only if they're living in your good cervical mucus right right i didn't know that oh really well i knew that because now this is going back to middle school sexual education where like someone would ask a question of like if a boy jacks off in like a in a onto something how long can they live out like and then they die pretty outside the body they die fast and that's why we're not constantly getting pregnant by like brushing up against oh okay that's i don't yeah, trees, really anywhere. Because I, I yeah. feel like there's just sperm just everywhere, just I, like all over the world. Just my, take a back black light. My friend gave a hand job and wiped the semen off on a fire hydrant. <gasps> so I and it and this is outside of a club in in Los Angeles. So like, oh, you and know, that's I, still you, there. Yeah, that it doesn't rain that much. It hasn't gotten no, washed away. No, I go by. I put it on my tour. Of, I'm like, and remember the hand job that you gave <laughs> right here and wiped it off on that fire hydrant. The okay. poor fire person. Anyway, that's well, so yes, I didn't. Yes. So I did not realize it. that the five days was only if there was a good ideal temperature, right? Cerv- no, it's the cervical mucus. Oh, they live in that. Oh, okay, they live in that. Oh, that's so cute. Yes, adorable. So the temperature thing that tells you if you're producing estrogen or pro- progesterone? Progesterone? progesterone, progesterone, progesterone. I don't know how to say I, it. I, I progesterone, had... progesterone. I believe. Yes. Yeah. So for that, so okay. <laughs> This is, I feel very excited about all this information that I've learned that I'm totally just misinterpreting. But when you ovulate, you have like 30 or so little egg follicles that are working. They're trying to become eggs. Okay. On each ovary. So that's like 60. Wow. One wins. Yeah. Or if you have twins, two win. Right. Right. That one gets going. And then your body starts producing progesterone Mm -hmm. to get rid of all the other ones so that they don't keep going so you don't have like a billion babies whoa yeah and then those 60 little eggs that started to try right they just disappear and those follicles are gone forever so even though we have thousands and thousands of follicles every time we're losing like 60 well that's because like when a woman is born she's born with to in an ideal uh, on average right i don't want to speak for all women nor do i want to yeah. Said, yes, yes, I get you. I get yes. you. So, in, in that sense, biologically speaking, we have two hundred thousand potential eggs, right? Yeah. And then, by I, then I remember, if I remember correctly, right, by the time you actually start menstruating, 
you like already lose half of them. And then like every time you ovulate, are you losing more? Yeah. How many eggs have I lost? I, you've lost a lot, Kat. Every month you're <sighs> losing like 60 eggs. <sighs> I thought that one time I dropped that dozen eggs outside of Trader Joe's was a travesty. But this is this it, is big deal. It's a big deal. Oh, yeah. my God. So that's the second thing I learned. Okay. And is that the other? that's the other thing that you're testing for? Is no. The third thing that you're so the okay. the second okay. thing you're testing for is the the um, temperature, mm-hmm. which tells you if you've ovulated because your temperature will go up, right? Because the progesterone makes your temperature go up. Okay. So the estrogen, your temperature is down. So before, when the eggs are right. are are getting ready, they're getting advanced, they're trying real hard to be the the one. That's a bunch of estrogen, and right. then once the one comes out, the progesterone comes in and is like, "All right, everybody else, you're done." Kind of just like bushfire it. Yeah, you just, just you're done, and then every, and then you, your temperature gets higher. Whoa! So the third thing, Kat, you're gonna really like this. Oh God! No, you are. Okay. Okay. So what was your favorite part about the cervical mucus? Uh, the taste. No, I mean what? <laughs> the, uh, no, I didn't mean that. Uh, the the sticky. I, how how far it can go? How much okay. it can stretch? Right. Like going like in spider, there and like grabbing it. Spider maning it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. If you really want to do this third one, you're going to take your middle finger and you're going to stick it all the way up and you're going to feel the position of your cervix. Why do we not have it? We need we need some sound effects in this room right now. What? My cervix is moving around in there? It is moving around in there. Holy shit. This no wonder it's exhausting being a woman. I know. (laughs) So you can apparently feel your cervix and if it's like squishy, if the opening is kind if there's like an opening Mm. and it's kind of squishy and it's low, Mm. that's like you're about to ovulate. If it's high and kind of hard, like the tip of your nose. Okay. You're not ovulating or you've just ovulated or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so you can track. But I will tell you, I had a really hard time. I don't know if I found it. Okay. See, I have an easier time because I have the IUD. Oh. I can kind of feel where it is because there's a little string. So if you're ever in there, plus I use a diva cup. So I'm like always in there. Right. It's like the Well, so I use the cup too, but I just don't know. Like if I was, when I was like poking up there, I'm like, is that the cervical opening? I don't know. See, now you're, you use a moon cup though, right? Yeah. Because I feel like the diva cup, she's a thicken. She's, she's big. Oh yeah. Mine's not big. Because so I got to get, I got to like, I'm Captain Hooking like all (laughs) the time to get in and out and around in there. And yours are disposable, right? Yes. See, I think there's a, there's a, there's a texture difference. So I'm spending a lot of time. Okay. Yours is probably grab and go. I'm in and out. I'm yeah. in and out. I put it up there. I leave it for 12 hours. I take it out. I throw it away. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that, uh, that makes sense. But do, I mean, haven't. Okay. So this is this is good because we're getting back into the sexual education. When did you discover your vagina? And was it a terrifying experience? Was it a happy experience? When you I like, no. Do you remember going in the first time? And I don't think I felt my cervix the first time I like tried to feel around in there. No, I don't know. I I think I remember reading, this was like later on, was like reading about the G-spot and then like desperately thinking that the, I just should just keep digging until I <laughs> thought I found that and maybe hit the cervix along the way. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it's in a different spot. It's definitely in a different spot. The G-spot and the cervix are not the same spot, so. Well, one's straight up and one's up and, up and over. over. Yeah. 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 I there's don't know. also is, diagrams yeah. in this book. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of like pictures. We might owe the people some annotations. Of, like, <laughs> what, what we should both draw what we think that it all looks like. And then like an actual picture for scale. Yeah. For scale or for accuracy. This is what yeah. it really looks like. And the, this, this is, is the stick figure. What that we, we drew <laughs> thinking that this is what our bodies are. Now, 
Do you watch Big Mouth on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Have are you caught up in season two? Uh, I am like I've seen a bunch of episodes of season two. I don't know if I've seen them all though. They did. Oh, so they did. And this is spoiler alert for anyone who. Does, well, I mean, but that show. It's not like you're gonna be like I got spoiled for this Big Mouth. But they do a show. It's a really fun like little like takeaway episode where they kind of make fun of all of the sex ed that you get in, in middle school. Okay, so I watched the episode. I was very confused the whole time as to what the show was doing. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. But I, yeah. Yes. So, But they did that whole beautiful, like, Star Wars reference where, she, like, the young heroine goes inside of her own cervix and they, like, do a whole thing. Yeah. And I thought that was, I was like, this show is actually teaching much more than I ever learned in school. I completely agree. Yeah. It was very informative. I think that's where I learned about the 200,000 eggs. Really? I, I think it probably, that, yeah. that's probably, it's on the top of my mind too because we just yeah. watched that episode. Yeah. So, so do you think that every person should just buy a book like this now as adults because we can't trust what we learned when we were in school? Yes. Really? I do. What yes. Are you, guess what else are you learning about the whole process? Oh gosh. Okay. So, well, I learned about those three things. Um, I've learned, there's all these other like potential um like things that you can track Mm, too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then also the book goes through like all these common issues that women have like polyps and things like that and like how you can identify them like if you're tracking Mm -hmm. you can identify certain issues so that you go into the doctor and you're like here's what i think it is here's my like chart yeah and you can be like that's what it is instead of them being like oh let's just do a bunch of tests like you can kind of wow. start with the test that makes the most sense because you've already sort of identified it by looking at yourself. I feel like I, if I ever do that, I will look like the Zodiac Killer. Like I'll have like a paper, <laughs> one of those giant desk paper calendars and it'll have like different stickers and moods and like one day we'll just have some blood and like, like I'll yes. just have like all this shit and I'll be like, doctor, this is my vagina. Like, I, <laughs> I think you should do it. it. Well, and I just started doing the tracking yeah. and it's very fun. But so I started doing the tracking. So what are your stats? Like a okay. basketball player, what do you track? Yeah. So I think that I ovulated a couple days ago. Whoa, what? And yes. if you recall from our last episode yes. with the blinky smiley, yeah. guess who got a solid smiley? What? Yep. And then two days later, my temperature went up. What? And so when was the pe- – so is right now the – should I leave you and Ben alone for a little bit? Is that like no? The- we've done it. Oh, okay. we've done it, and okay. it was a couple of days ago. I think I'm already done ovulating. Okay, so if it's happened, it's already happened. What? And then my little the little egg is hopefully just traveling through the fallopian tube, trying to get to the uterus. Okay, so then back to previous topic. We're having a dinner party tonight. Are you going to be drinking wine as a possibly pregnant person? <gasps> okay, so here, <laughs> so thankfully. A reader, or a reader, a listener, yes. who has been reading another book yes. um, called Expecting Better, Ooh. which actually was referred to us by two different listeners. Oh. So thank you so much for, for yeah. that reference, because yeah. I want all of the information I can get. Yes. Um, and so she said that in that book, it sort of addresses the two-week issue. Mm-hmm. So during those two weeks, according to this book, you're... Um, if you have an egg that is fertilized, it's like reproducing cells, but all those cells can be anything they want to be. Oh. So if some of them die, it's okay. Okay. Because they could just like produce more. Oh. But you could keep yourself from getting pregnant if you kill too many of them. So like if you have a big binge drinking, like you might oh, kill too many of them, okay. but you're probably not going to like make any sort of like lasting effects on them if they make it through because the cells can be anything they want to be at that time. 
Oh my god! I know. I was gonna. I was trying to set you up for a joke. I I didn't really have. It was almost kind of too beautiful for a joke. Yeah. I felt so. No, moved I was by... thinking because I was thinking about telling you this, and I was thinking about being like, "Cat, they can your cells. The cells of a a zygote are like white men in America. <laughs> they can literally be whoever they want to be." So you wanted to set yourself up for that joke is what you're trying I to did. say. I yes. did. I was hoping that you would just jump in, but if you didn't, I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, I was going to go back to the be all that you can be, be whatever you want. I, I thought it was like an army joke, but I was like, that yours is clearly so much better. So, but, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So beautiful. So I think it's fine to drink yeah. and do whatever in those two weeks because you're not actually, all the cells are not really doing anything yet. They're just, they're just all being whatever they want to be. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, cheers to that. I know. That's so great. Well, we, we'll get to enjoy everything tonight then. I know. As, as hopefully. D- okay. So then now we didn't get we didn't get any listener feedback and we're very upset at all of you. So upset. About the freakiest place that you tried to conceive. So when you and Ben had this special moment where you're like, my cervix is dropped, my temperature is up, uh-huh. all these things. Did, did he do the thing of like, that's how you make a baby. Because... <laughs> No, no. This. Actually, so what happened was I <laughs> got the little solid smiley. Right. So the temperature doesn't drop yet. Oh, the do- okay. temperature drops later. So I'm it saying was... everything wrong. I'm just, <laughs> please know that that was just a setup for me to so, ask what Ben's statement was. I got the I got the solid smiley. Yeah. I went down there to check. Yeah. It felt like yolk. I think. Oh. Like the, the yeah. egg whites. Yeah. Or whatever. You know. Yes. It, it felt stringy. Yeah. I felt like Superman. Yeah. It was Sorry. good. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> you, you took off your glasses and went into a telephone booth or you... Spider-Man. Okay, got it, got it. Yes. Yes. I felt like... Or whoever, whatever. Yeah. I, I felt like a superhero oh. of my own design. Oh. And so then I texted Ben and I was like, we got the salad smiley. But he wasn't home, so we had to wait until he got home. Uh, that would have been excruciating. Yeah, it was really difficult for me because I was just like sitting around waiting. Like, I don't want this like little egg to shoot out and... Leave me. Well, if this month doesn't work, which knock on wood, I of course hope it does. But if it doesn't, you need to have on the ready sperm popsicles. Wait, what? <laughs> Get one of those little popsicle, you know, the little popsicle molds. Uh-huh. I have some. Actually, they're in the shape of a Yeti. Even better. <laughs> Yeti that pussy, baby. That's what you need to do. You need to get a little sperm popsicle. Just put it right in there in the meantime. Do they but last in ice? I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's what putting semen on ice is. I don't think you can actually get pregnant that way. But I don't know if it would just, you know, don't do that. You don't have no, to. No, I'm not going to do that. And also, nobody eat ever a popsicle at Casey's house. Because it might. I'm in a No, I'm not doing that because I want to eat real popsicles out of my Yeti popsicle mold. Again, I didn't know what you were talking about. The, the I want to eat real popsicles was a metaphor for making love with your Oh, no. I didn't know. I've, Kat, we are, we are off each other's game today. You know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because you're with child. Maybe. Maybe there's another person in the room. I don't know. Maybe I'm jealous already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited. So we we need some we need some listener feedback, though, yeah. because we've been getting a few texts and we've been getting some Facebook messages and some like good like advice, like, right. check this out, do that, do this, which is awesome. Please keep that coming. Yes. I need the help. Yes. But also, we want your funny story. We like everything. And I need some... <laughs> oh, no. It finally happened. A background noise. Uh, I, I just need... knocked over her wine glass, by the way. But don't worry. It was only one glass of wine. It oh. was empty. <laughs> oh, and, yes, and that was the much bigger thing. Uh, 
Because, yeah, you know, Casey's getting all this information. I don't want to have kids. Send me other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. What do you? What book are you reading that's not about kids? You know, keep it, you know, for everybody. Right. Keep it for everyone. Or just send me your naughty stories that you had when you tried to conceive. Yeah. Which was what I was going to tell one, which actually was that my friend got pregnant and her husband, when they made love and made the baby, he said, that's how you make a baby. And it worked (gasps) for both of their kids. It worked? Both of their (sighs) kids, he said... So and Ben didn't say it. that, and now I'm worried. Do you have to say that? Is that is that like an open sesame sort of? I think it is. I thought you, they didn't cover that in the book yet, but I'm only halfway through. <laughs> Ways that your cervical mucus should, should feel and phrases your partner can say um, <laughs> while they ejaculate. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, while they're doing I feel like while they're doing it, that would be awkward. Like, yeah. And that's how you make a baby. Which, now back to preconceived (laughs) notions before, because I'm really on this high school rampage today for some reason about what I was mistaught in school. I love it because I just wasn't taught anything. Oh, okay. I I think most of it was gossip. Some of it was from nuns. One of it was a model with herpes. That was the summation of all of the sexual education I ever had. Um, And I remember one of the big gossip topics was always like, what do do boys say when they come? And I remember one girl told a story that she gave a hand job and he was like, it's a me, Andrew, or what? <laughs> she did a Mario thing, but he put his own name into it. I don't know. High school kids are so weird. <laughs> okay, so now listener feedback. If anyone wants to give us any mm-hmm. anything that your partner or former partner mm-hmm. said during the um, climax mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of your enjoyment, yes, it could be you. It could be something you said. It could yeah. be something they said. Or if you want to hashtag Throwback Thursday and reference last week's topic, which is still weirdest place that you had to get down because you were trying to conceive. We yeah. will take all of that. And all of this is, it can remain anonymous. You can just send it to us and we don't have to say it or we're happy to say your name for all of our amazing listeners. Yeah. So I didn't say the names of the people who have recommended the books because right. I don't know, you know, if it's like common knowledge that mm-hmm. like you're reading a book about trying to get pregnant. Like, I don't want to like, but if you want me to share your name, just like post, like put that in the information. Yeah. And I'm not going to say anyone's names because most of the time I don't remember who I was actually talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there's, there's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Right. Speaking of eggs. (laughs) Speaking of eggs. So I, I feel like I've learned a lot, but I'm only halfway through. Right. So I'm just, I'm impressed. Can I touch this book? Yes. It looks like a, like a textbook. It oh, is wow. huge. There's you should of- flip to the color pages in the back, though, because oh, there's my. some really good pictures. You, that Jesus. one with the oh. hole, that's your cervix open. Jesus. And then there's one with the cervix closed. Oh, my. Oh, no, no, no. I actually want to be able to enjoy the dinner that we're going to have tonight. <laughs> I'm going to take a little quick pause on that one right there. Thank you, Tony Weschler, MPH. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> That just made me instantly feel very nervous. Wait, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I get very nervous. I've been reading it every night. I think part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was to face some of my own fears about reproduction in general. I'm still terrified about... I was thinking about this the other day, like once you get pregnant and like when the baby kicks and you can see the little foot come out, like that creeps me out. Yeah. That's like every horror movie. Yeah. I'm very nervous about that. But you got enough you know, hormones going on to make you love that, even though inherently it's disgusting and strange. I guess, maybe. <laughs> when they're like clawing. <gasps> so, okay, so. Yes. Potential news. No, nothing like big right. announcements. Um, I mean, not the big announcement. Right. But we have some potential guests. I am so excited. Yeah. I know I know of a couple. We've we've texted about a few. Yes. Um, do we want to share who's going to be coming up in the future already? 
Um, well, let's just okay. say for now that okay. we're going to have some guests. I'm excited. Some experts, some uh, experts on topics Better that than are us. variety of, yes. uh, of topics. We're, yeah. And we want to learn. So again, if you are still an expert on any of this stuff, or if you've just given birth or seen a birth, we'll have you on. We'll talk about it. Let's hear about all these things. I want to hear about all the experiences, good, bad, ugly, strange, baby kicking, yeah. All of it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. Yeah. Now, j- tell me, Kat, was my white man in America joke too far? No, I loved it. Okay. Yeah, I was very excited about it. Because I, I was thinking about it all day. Yeah. Ever since I read. I'm jealous about your possibly um, implanting fetus, and I'm jealous that you got that joke. So I'm... <laughs> It's almost Scorpio season, okay? I can live in my jealousy. This is the one month that I get to do it, so... <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Okay, so... I know exactly when we had sex. Right. Right. So I will know exactly the day. Right. And then I can like count nine months. Should I be worried about when the baby's going to actually be born? Should I be like trying to plan for mm. for their sign and their birthstone? Like, do I mm. want to buy them a crappy birthstone or do no. I want to buy them a pretty birthstone? And you got to look at what you and Ben's astrological charts look like, too. And like, who's going to bring most harmony? Like, you know, I know because you are a I'm a Virgo Libra cusp and he is a Libra. Oh, shit. Well, okay, but you're gonna. Well, no, you're you're gonna be a little bit early. So you're gonna get like a Leo, perhaps a Cancer. Like if June, if July. this worked right now, yeah, it would be July. So yeah, you're looking at a Cancer or a Leo. Okay, Pride, prideful people. I don't know. Is that good or bad? I don't know. I mean, I love I love Cancers. Leos go and go fuck themselves. <laughs> okay, it, well, wait. So which one is which? Where would the Leo be? Is that the, earlier? Or yeah, like? later. So like late July. Oh, are geez. Leos. Oh no! So I hope June. it. I hope it gets in there. Get in there and starts cooking. Yeah, or you have to take off two months just to, just in case. Just because I don't want it. Yeah, I think we've just offended all of the the Leos out there. If you are an offended Leo, <laughs> don't write us an email. You're the only one. We've heard enough about you, Leos. We get it already. Okay? You're a lion. Fine. <laughs> Pride Mountain. We. I don't know. This is a Scorpio talking. This is. I really. Again, I'm, I'm a sure. Virgo, so I'm just like. I'm sorry. You're, I don't know. You weigh it all out. You weigh it all out. Well, that's what Libra does. The Virgo is just like virginal. Virginal, which Open is ironic innocent. since I'm podcasting about not being a virgin. What? Wait, we didn't even get into that. You're not a virgin. No. Oh shit. I'm- <laughs> I have some nuns to call about your actions. <laughs> and I'm telling someone that you cannot hold a baby at a blessing because you have been penetrated. And if this was Shakespearean times, you would be killed by a knife, not a noose, because you've already been penetrated. Wait, what? What? I did not know that. Yes, there's this. There's an archetype about virginal deaths that women who were revered got. You know, they would they would get the Ophelia death. They would be drowned or they'd be hung. But if you were a whore. You would be stabbed because you'd uh, even in your last act you'd be penetrated, and I know that for a fact. That's my theater degree at work. So whoa, yeah, yeah. that is really messed up. Yeah, that's oh, and man. very homoerotic because how many men were getting stabbed by other men? Shakespeare's times was oh, all open. Yeah, yeah. Whew, different that, standards. I feel like this is now my mind has been blown in a totally different way. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the sixth grade again. Watching that video for the very first time where the young boy has a wet dream. And I was just constant. I was afraid ever since. <laughs> I've been in a state of paralyzed right. fear ever since. Kat, we're going we're gonna to work through this fear together. Okay. We're going to do it. Okay. We're going to see how. So next week, I might know. Okay. Maybe not, though. Maybe it'll take two weeks because okay. it's. Two-week waiting period, The right? two-week wait. But that doesn't mean we're not going to have fun at our dinner party because 
that baby's floating around and you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Like a white man in America. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ready to have some of this delicious food that your husband is making that Me none too. of our listeners can smell, but I can. And it smells Sorry. amazing. <laughs> um, and on that vein, we'll uh, we'll say goodnight, right? Yeah. I'm Thanks there. for listening. Yes. And uh, tune in next time. I'm Kat Brown, who's still a little bit afraid of semen and definitely afraid of nuns. And I'm Casey Perley, who still hasn't found her cervix. (laughs) And this is Off the The Pill. Pill!